0: for business episode nine thanks for coming back thanks for listening and shit thanks for listening for the whole time that i haven't been doing this for like over a month still get listens showing up on all the metrics and analytics and tracking services and i can still see the people listening that's cool that makes me feel good thanks for listening Couple of things. Number one, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash cutwood for business. Please go like the page. Please click follow. Please drop me a message or a comment. Let me know you're out there. And, uh, you know, we'll start a conversation with all this going on. Number two, uh, either on Apple Podcast or whatever platform you happen to be listening on. There is often an avenue that you can leave a review and leave a rating. When you do that, it helps other people find the podcast, which is really great because you don't have to tell your friends that you actually listen to this shit. You don't have to tell your friends that you listen to me do a piss poor job of reading this dead guy's journal and people just find it on their own. And I think that sounds awesome. Um, and if you think that sounds awesome too, please go do that. Uh, really helps things move forward here. <coughs> all eight of my listeners. If you, if you really feel like you want to tell your friends about this, please do. I would love that. i tell my friends, I'm not embarrassed. You shouldn't be embarrassed either. I think that's all I've got. Um... There's a fair amount of content that I'm going to be able to keep reading. It goes all the way through November 1906. (coughs) Um, There is more after that point because he... He doesn't stop writing his journal until like May of 1907. If I can find that and get my hands on it or if any of you guys want to help me find that... And be able to transcribe it as, it's like University of Mont has it or something like that. And help me transcribe that. I will keep reading this all the way up until there isn't any more. With that said, let's kick this thing off. Thanks for listening. In this episode, Albert sees some strange birds, catches some fish, and saws a little wood. Thursday, June 1st, 1899, at Button's Camp. 9 p.m., a hot day. Staked out rest of orchard, dug holes and set out trees. Uncle Willard helped. Chet plowed. Broke a plow handle. Captain Willard mended it. I wheeled up floodwood and trimmed out the raspberry bushes and orchard while waiting for Johnny Sheehan to come after hens this a.m. He came this p.m. but hens were rinsed and I had to wait until Johnny One's come home from school. 46 pounds of hens. Cap went to city p.m. after a load of manure but didn't get it. Brought home a barrel of flour and a half a dozen empty boxes. Sam Morrison and two sisters rode down and called a little whirl. This is what it says. It says whirl. Wind full like rain tonight, I think. Friday, June 2nd, 1899, 8 p.m. Another hot day, but a light breeze from north made it comfortable at times after all. Uncle Willard and I finished setting out apple trees. He put the water right to them. Cap and Chet ploughed, Heinz wouldn't lend their plough. Johnny Sheehan brought some meat and gave Cap and I a taste of Lake Water Whip Poor Wheel Will Print. Saturday, june fifth, eighteen ninety nine, nine PM. Cooler a little, but pretty warm after all. Coon and Chet plowed and Harold and I shoveled up a heap of manure on the lot and helped spread it. Then I took Possum and went up to Hines after a plow point. Afterward, I picked up a lot of angleworms to make ointment of fish. To make ointment of and fish with, planted five hills of Susanna squash and six hills of cucumber also set out two cherry trees one was a yellow spanish and the other i don't remember bertha and myrtle went visiting this pm up to Smalley's. johnny and cap went to lighthouse chet went to west point in scoop and put in sawdust in ice house and came back with his boat on the wagon i went out fishing after six o'clock and came in a little after eight Got two <clears throat> got two or three dozen, I guess. Sunday, june fourth, eighteen ninety nine. Quite a cool day. Chet went over to West Point fishing. Cass and I went fishing also and got eight or nine dozen. Vic and his brother were out. Saw Sid's new boat, Murphy and party inside LH and Grand Isle. Fried fish, boiled potatoes, hash and and new biscuit for supper made angleworm ointment for Chet's horse Monday, June 5th, 1899 Buttons Camp 8.30pm a very hot day Thunder showers around us a very light sprinkle for about two minutes Cap drew a load of hay to the city for Parkers and has just got back 8.30pm he has been here all day but he finished plowing on the flat before he went he got a new pair of harnesses, some oil for painting, hundred pounds of meal for Johnny Cakes, and Chet Wheel, and I don't know what else. Chet and I drew four loads of manure this a.m. and this p.m. I drew alone while he went to school. Two loads and spread them. He helped me put out third and spread it, then we had supper, and then we went down and harrowed till about eight o'clock. Horses were quite wet when we came up from the flat. The girls and Cap got here just as I had had on food, started to get breakfast. They had expected some of the Brownell people here this evening, but they failed to come. I had another spell this PM. After pinching on a load of manure in a hurry, pain through chest and shoulders and arms, ached and felt numb. I hitched on my horses and then had to lie down on a bend under the bridge at the barn for half an hour before I felt able to climb on the load and drive down to the flat, but I worked a little more moderately through the heat of the day and had no return of the pain or other bad feelings. Tuesday June 6th, 1899, 9pm, a hot day, everything drying up, Manure drew manure a.m. Shelled seed corn at noon and harrowed from 9 to 5 p.m. My shoe hurt my foot as I went barefoot, but the ground was so hard, sharp, and dry that the bottoms of my foot gave out after a time and I had to put my shoes on again. I must have harrowed three or four acres, I think. Expecting expected to go to the station again tonight for a time. I don't know how long. But wind was so hard that boat was gone to Stave Island. Cass and Bert are here. An hour or so. Cleaned out the silo and cemented lay pen and cleaned out the large pen, but of course something had to be left around unfinished. Wednesday, June 7th. At the lighthouse. Came over this p.m. by boat from camp. Pulled a spoon all the way with my teeth and hooked nine perch, two of which I saved. After I got here, I rigged a pole and caught a dozen more and a rock bass. Enough and all to make us a nice breakfast. This a.m., I partly cleaned out the cellar and washed and trimmed all its apples, a dishpan full, and took five or six wheelbarrow loads full of turnips to the barn. I gave Hardy a few, and he can sell some down to the city when he goes down tomorrow. I told him to sell all he could as I thought Cap would be pleased to dispose of them, and he was. 9 p.m. Sid Ta- Tatro borrowed the jackscrew, and I let him take the wheelbarrow to take home with. Johnny the butcher came noon, and as usual had a half pint. He says he will have some lager for me next Wednesday. I hope I will be there to get it. I don't like being here at all. Confound it. Jeanie has quite a head cold and coughs quite hard, often since he went to bed. Francis has had a cold, but she is almost well again. There is a little pimple or something in my upper right eyelid, which at times causes one a great deal of uneasiness and one of those times is now, and commenced last evening. I wish I could suit myself. A letter from Mary informs me that Aunt Mary is quite hard up and not liable to live long, and that she don't know where Brother Charles is. After I got here, I swept the northeast side of the house, and got about three million spiders mad, then made paint to put on it tomorrow if it don't rain there was a good north breeze this a.m. but it went down at noon and i had a very nice time to come over we had a little shower passed in the north of us but it did us no good or harm brought over the violin the girls want me to take them over to Hogback tomorrow if the wind doesn't blow i think the air tonight feels a little like rain 10 p.m. looks like shower with lightning wind shifted Comes now from south. Thursday, June 8th. 9 p.m. Quite a comfortable day. Wind south in night but shifted to west in a.m. Has been fresh from that quarter ever since and is still blowing. Swept off southwest side and most of the trimmings and of the tube lines have been busy every minute from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m and wash dishes for Mrs. B outside. I think Lottie is quite lonely. Jeannie has an awful cold, and I guess he will come out, he will come out all night. A flock of 10 strange birds, not as large as doves. Sorry. A flock of 10 strange birds, not as large as doves. Brown and white beauties came around here this morning in a few minutes. I got the gun and could have shot one or more very easy, but the wind was pretty strong, and I concluded it would be more bother than they would be worth to get the boat down and pick them up. Brother brought the violin down to play, but the string that held the tailpiece was broken, so I had to defer playing until later. The fish we caught last night made us a fine breakfast, and we had some. A number one corned beef hash for summer. The first I have... Tasted for a year, I believe. 9.20. Wind west and rising. Red and west starlight. Friday, June 9th. At the lighthouse. 8.15. A cool and comfortable day to work. Cloudy most of the time. And a west wind nearly all day. (sighs) Sorry. And still blowing. Finished everything dark on the southwest side and put two new cords in lower hall window painted the green part of the boat seats bow and etc I have worked every minute from 7:30 a.m. to 6 30 p.m. and then washed the supper dishes I have been troubled a great deal today with chain in my pe- chest and shoulders and arms have ached and felt numb I'm going to take a good dose of Physic tonight, and hope it may prove beneficial. Saw a female loon today, near enough to know it was a female. She was much lighter colored than her male companion, who kept close alongside. Killed a dozen bedbugs last night. I hope I no- shall not be disturbed again tonight. Saturday the tenth, at Button's camp, 9 p.m. Quite a cool day, with fresh, with fresh north wind. I painted at the lighthouse all day, and started for camp at 7 p.m., and got there about about 8.20, and found them all gone, to the point I suppose, expecting to find me there. I wish now I had waited, for they would have been better pleased, and I would have not had so long a row, and would have saved Chet a mile and a half of rowing, for he will have to go over with them and bring a boat back to the point. I took physic last night, and twice today, and I feel weak as a cat. I hope to get rid of the pains in my chest and arms, but I don't know. I do know that I have felt almost sick, abed for nearly quite a while. I hope these pains do not indicate anything serious. But if I was fixed as I used to be once, I should consult a doctor at once. I don't think the continued and almost incessant numbness numbness in my arms is to be looked on with indifference, but I cannot help myself oh, sorry here uh, but I cannot help myself as I suppose. I shall live and keep plugging away as well as I can till I die, and that will wind it all up. I wish things were different. Sunday, june eleventh, eight fifteen PM. A comfortable day. Captain Chet and Cass went away this morning to the point and island and put out two docks. Cass and Chet got home about eight PM. Cass has gone up to Hines. He asked me to go with him, but I didn't feel able. I have been sick all day, but went up and hoed one row of my potatoes and went over to Hardy's a little while. Saw the same three acre farm. Mr. Duncan and Ruth called here half an hour this p.m. Several teams and bicycles have passed them today. Chet or Cass caught a a one-and-a-half-pound pike and a few perch. Cap went to the lighthouse today and tonight. Monday, June 12th, 9.15 p.m. A very comfortable day to work. Fresh south wind all day. Cap and girls came over from Lighthouse early. Cass got up about 4.20 and cooked breakfast and dinner and went to work at Smalley's. Cap and Chet made ready for squashes and melons AM. Cap planted them PM. I've been sick all day but managed to hoe all but twenty or 25 or 20 hills of my potatoes. Cap went away somewhere this day and just came back with Cass. Tuesday, June 13th, 9 p.m., hot as hell, all day. Raked out potatoes, helped Cass draw two loads of water for Edson. Cap went to city. Chet went to island and lighthouse. Put down floor and stable. Burt came down a few minutes this eve, looking for eggs. Wednesday, the 14th, 8.20 p.m., a hot day but we had a fine 15-minute shower about 1.30, or, er, sorry, 11.30 a.m. Helped Chet clean up part of his bicycle. It was pretty day. Cap cultivated Willard's potatoes, part of them, and I stabbed in some corn alongside Napoleon Peralt brought a couple of men over from Grand Isle and was here to supper. The men went to the city. Peralt said the body of Mr. Blake, who was drowned May 3rd, was discovered 18 days afterwards. It was stuck in the mud bottom and would have been uncovered the next day with mud and dirt if it had not been accidentally discovered, just as it was. Quite a little breeze from north, but is now going down, and I suppose I will have to go to the lighthouse tomorrow. Johnny the Butcher was here just at night, and had some nice lager with them, but two bottles among half a, half a dozen people dozen, um, didn't amount to anything more than a taste, and hardly that. Chet went out to try Pike. He hooked two, but lost both. Finished cleaning out cellar this a.m., and it is done in good shape. <coughs> Thursday the 15th at Buttons Camp, a comfortable day with grand old shower and p.m., cap cultivated, and Chet ran the weeder through my potatoes they are cooking fine and I drove down to the city and looked at the outside of the circus and walked around the city an hour or two this evening made one or two acquaintances and has and has a good time generally got home at midnight Barrows tried to run by somebody but he didn't go by Cap and I went to Henry Thayer and planted a little coin, corn and run the weeder. But this shower stopped us. Cap went to Lighthouse tonight. Friday the 16th. Morning. Wind blowing like hell all day from northwest. Cap couldn't get home till a little afternoon. Chet put cloth on over deck to his boat. I went up and finished Henry Thayer job, and then run weeder over uncle willard corn and potatoes looks very much like rain tonight Cap and Chet expect to plow tomorrow at Jerry Coegs and Bertha and Myrtle went to party and the girls are having this evening and doing all they can get ready I just want to remind you I'm reading this as it's written that didn't make a damn lick of sense to me either. Saturday the seventeenth. Cap and Chet ploughed and sowed himgurin question mark all day at Jerry Coeg's. I ran the weeder with possum till the hardness broke, then I mended it. The girls went to Ruth Smalley's birthday party and didn't get home until after Chet and Cap came. I saw a little wood and put Paris green on my potatoes I sawed a little wood And put Paris green on my potatoes Sunday the 18th Sick all day The result of fish chowder last night I guess Oof. Chet went to Lighthouse Lighthouse this PM And Cass went up street with Possum The boys did all the chores for me So I got along very well Monday, June 19th, a fine day, warm with a few showers. Cap, Chet, and Cass and I put fertilizer and all this big corn patch, and I painted Chet's boat. Cass and I hoed and weeded carrots, beets, radishes, cabbages, and turnips, and planted a bush of potatoes for Cass. A bushed. Oftentimes, I have told my friend Chester. FR. I'm gonna say that it stands for Francis. Frank. Franny. Fr. I just call him F. Oftentimes, I have told my friend Chester F. Button that if I should from any cause be taken away by sickness or accidentally, I would give and be keith to him as my best and nearest friend all of my personal property I have here with me at Colchester Point, Vermont, consisting of books, fishing tackle, clothing, pictures, rare coins, or other money, if any, and in fact everything belonging to me except a few private papers and accounts relating to business transactions in the town of Montague, Massachusetts. Said papers and accounts are to be examined by him and forwarded to my sister, Mrs. Mary E. Oakes, number 6, Sackett Avenue, Springfield, Massachusetts. And all other articles are to be held forever by him for his own private and personal use without question, to use and dispose of as it may please him. At his request, I hear and put in my wish in writing in this my record book that he may have it for part of his claim in the in the event of my death. A witness, where I have, whereof I have affixed my signature, this nineteenth day of June, in the year of our Lord, thousand eight hundred ninety nine. M. Hunter. <coughs> Tuesday, the twentieth. Comfortable, pleasant. But out of P.M., we had quite a hell store with wind, lightning and rain Cass went to city job me overalls I'm going to read that again Cass went to city job me overalls Cap went up to Uncle Willard's and got a load of ashes I hoed onions and set at same p.m. put window in cellar door p.m. and hoed out a few raspberries Cal was late home tonight Burnt Hines here this evening and when come and went strawberries for Chet. Going to Lighthouse tomorrow. Wednesday, June 21st at the Lighthouse. Wind fresh west in the morning. Changed north to northwest fresh and later had a heavy wind from north which dropped a little toward night. Chet and I came to West Point with Ned and there took Barrow's boat. L could not tie the boat as there was too much wind so I held her off well Chet ate some breakfast and then took her and I up the ladder found everything the same as usual Lottie looks quite out of sorts Jeannie is alright but this PM Francie is sick saw Barrows and Hi out fishing near West Point this PM I've painted the fence nearly all around the lighthouse today. Thursday the 22nd, 9 p.m. Comfortable all day, light, west wind, shifted to light south at 6.30 p.m. Filed and fitted rods to fence and painted outside of rigging boxes. Fished some and did nothing some. Oh. I drew one sash in sitting room, had four visitors, Dr. Cook, Arthur Church, 14, Malcolm Chandler, 12, and Howard Norton, 8, of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Blank of Newark, New Jersey. They were away, becalmed, of hawkback, and I held them and the cane. They had a sharpie, and Laura, C, or G. I can't tell which. The doctor stayed on board to look after the boat, and the three boys came up the ladder, and I showed them around. They were they were much pleased, and I sold them a loaf of bread, a few beans, and a little piccadilly for a quarter. Not piccadilly, Piccolilly. They went up about two weeks ago. I was here, and I saw them pass. They are company at Kibbe's Point, and were going to the city to stock up again, I guess. They expect to return to camp on Sat, Saturday, and may call to see me. Cass came up this morning <coughs> after the folks, and left me here alone again. I hope they will have a pleasant day for the picnic tomorrow. Very few birds of any kind today. Loons were crying at sunset. Wrote a letter to Mary last night, but forgot to send it ashore this morning. Three perch for dinner and four for supper, but left one of them for breakfast. Killed two BB this morning. Expect to fight all night for any life or be eaten up. Y'all, my nose is real stuffy. Sorry, I sound like fried buttholes. It's a bummer, but uh, what else can I do? Mmm i mean i guess i could read this some other time like i've been saying i could read this some other time for the past yeah five weeks or so not a big deal mm, back to it friday june 23rd eight forty p.m wind well i guess It started with a fresh breeze from south, which by 9 a.m. developed into a gale of the tallest kind, and by noon, everything outside was wet. About 6 p.m., it dropped to a fresh breeze again, and how supposed to be falling away. It looks stormy all around, and I am looking for a shift of wind to northwest. Saturday, the 24th, at the Lighthouse. 418 a.m. Took down light. Sun rose very clear. Light wind west. 7 a.m. Wind shifting to south, but light. No clouds but hazy. Flies by the millions. 3 p.m. Wind west. Light again. 420. 420! Wind north light. The Sharpie Laura G. Going north with half a dozen on board. Too far away to signal. six hundred fifteen. Wind East Light. Nine thirty. No wind at all, though it got around into the north at last. About eleven AM The tug GOA Harris of Ottawa went south on west course, drawing eight barges. The names of seven of them were Levy Grinnell. J. Burstall, Victor Herbert, R. O. Meyer, Calamut, and P. Gerard. They met Nancy, A2 master going north apparently unloaded of Essex, at 11.18. I heard a big blast somewhere, about 5.20 while painting the cornice above the portico. I heard a shot near at hand and hurrying down and running around to west corner. I saw a small launch with two or three on board swinging their hats at me just as the sun was over and beyond them. I could not see the name and didn't hardly know where to work for every change of wind meant a change of flies. However I put new cards in the window over sink and drew the sash inside and out painted one blind swift down flies, spiders, and the letter C. Besides cleaning the tower, getting my meals, I am tired as a dog, and if I can't show much accomplished. I am almost glad they didn't come for me to go ashore. I am tired enough to stay here. I caught three perch and three rock bass and put up the light. Enough for a good breakfast anyway. June 25th, Saturday, 420 AM, took down the light, wind south, light, 7 AM, quotation mark, quotation mark, quotation mark, and clouded all over, no sun yet, 8 AM, hi, and Mr. Hugh are out fishing near here to the south, wind light. I have cleaned three lights of glass. 6.20 p.m. Chet came over about 11.20 with strawberries, milk, and sea. I was more than glad to see him, for I expected to be alone all day, and made some gems and strawberry shortcake. And everything was good, including the fish I caught last night. I only got the work done, done up at 11 a.m., and I never realized what flies were before. What is? What does he mean by flies? Like, bzz, fly around like the bug? How does he not know what they were? I'm so confused. Albert, Albert, where did you learn English? Did you go to high school? Shit. I mean, he probably didn't. It's whatever, though. Let's see, where was that? at? I never realized what flies were before him. Later, we let the barrel of infernal compound down on the rocks before we came away. Monday, the 26th, at Button's camp, 8.20 p.m., in our old room. Chet and I got here about 8.30 last night, leaving Cap, Mrs. B., Lottie, Francis, and Jeannie at the lighthouse. Cass has been after a minister at the city and taken him home again. Had just returned after his second trip, and was apparently not in the best humor for some reason. I slept first rate last night. Somehow, I don't sleep well over at the lighthouse. I got up this morning with Chet at four am. He took Ned and went to West Point after Cap and I did the chores and split in and wood as usual. They came back, and breakfast was ready. After that, Cap went to Porter with M machine but skittled logs all day instead of mowing. After supper, he mowed dooryard for Barstow's side of road. Cap mowed weeds and painted boat and hoed some. He and I ground M. Machines' knife. I put the remainder of straw from Barstow. 216 pounds, all told. Chet and I culted cultivated the big corn patch this a.m. in p.m. we cultivated peas beans and c. and then he went down on Uncle Willard's potatoes while I hoed the yellow eyed beans and carrot beets and c. till supper after 7 o'clock Bertha has some fine new bread but after her shortcake, shortcake was rather solid with a good supply of strawberries we ate one of them And the other, I guess, will be laid on the shelf until tomorrow. Chet has gone to post office. He carried a letter for me to Mary. The first I hear written for a long time. (sighs) Sorry. The first I hear written for for a quick, a long time. Everyone else has gone to bed except me. I guess I will now. Tuesday, June 27th. Fair day. Chet and I washed Uncle Willard's corn and he cultivated it. I ashed my potatoes and hoed out some for Cap. Chet and I had had damn sore fingers after putting on ashes. Cap worked for Porter. Wednesday, June 28th. Rain, and a good one. Set out cabbage and beets. Cap and I Cap went to Lighthouse this a.m. and has not returned. Chet and I took a ride this evening. I called on Uncle Willard while Chet went down to Hines. Elma and Frank are both sick. Uncle Willard is putting a new piazza on his door this side of the house and is going to put another on the other side when he gets this one done. Thursday, the 29th which coincidentally happens to be today. How cool is that? (sighs) Cass and I went to Lighthouse, took over some carpets and finished and fished on the way. He caught two pike and a bass. I caught three perch. Wind came up toward noon and he came home. Cap worked logging for Porter and Chad was to get used to the mowing machines by mowing the old orchard. Friday, June 30th, 1899. This is the last entry here. Make it count. Finished painting at lighthouse and got home about eight. Chet and Cass are both gone up to Heinz. Well, hey y'all, that wasn't too bad, was it? That was episode nine, the month of June, 1899. Not only was it the month of June released in the month of June but also the days of the week matched up with the days of the month Um, so in this entry Thursday the 29th and in real life also Thursday June 29th does that have any meaning whatsoever not unless you really want to pull something out of it just a fun coincidence thanks for listening i don't have any more to spiel on about um i was thinking about maybe doing like some kind of a live stream in the future with i don't know like twitch or some other like audio streaming app with like maybe a chat function I figured that'd be cool if, you know, any of my eight listeners wanted to jump online and say what's up while I'm reading this guy's journal. That could be fun. If not, oh well. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Until next time, this has been Cutwood for Business, the podcast reading. Of the daily record of Albert Hunter, a lighthouse keeper from Colchester, Vermont. Bye, y'all.